If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Today is Tuesday, February 7th, 2023. Intel officers continue to debunk false claims that Chinese balloons flew over America under Donald Trump. A preview of Biden's lies that he's about to tell the State of the Union, like there's no wall tall enough to keep out a vaccine. And it's time for us to support the Iranian people fighting against the Russians. Here is the real State of the Union, ladies and gentlemen. We will recap a year of Biden fails. Buckle up. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. A couple of things off the top here, ladies and gentlemen, a very, very important announcements. One, please join us tonight. We will be live with the State of the Union. We will be live reacting to the State of the Union. We'll be in a little box there and we'll be giving commentary as Joe Biden fills his depends on stage. It will be hysterical. It will be very fun. Pop your popcorn. Get your bottles of grain alcohol. We're going to need it. Take a shot every single time Joe Biden says true international pressure or every single time that Joe Biden says that walls don't work as he erects a wall around the U.S. Capitol, which is happening right now. And we'll get to that in just a moment. But ladies and gentlemen, join us and our entire team. We'll be online tonight giving you a play by play. It'll be fun. We'll have special guests. So please hop on, log on. We'll probably be live a couple of minutes before 9 p.m. 9 p.m. is the official start time, Eastern Standard Time for the State of the Union. So join us and laugh, cry, and uh, a little bit of hope we believe we can bring to you. Ladies and gentlemen, it's very, very important to laugh in these moments. And so we laugh in a couple of quick news updates for you, laughing at the Grammys. The Grammys had the worst (laughs) viewership ever. It's incredible. Woke Grammys had just 12.4 million viewers. We do that many viewers like in an hour some days on social media. It's like, depending on like what what we're doing uh, on our sites and depending on what's going viral and where, and this is humiliating. So it turns out that Satan doesn't sell, ladies and gentlemen, good. And everyone should be applauding that. We covered this, by the way, uh, on the show yesterday, and I sort of wanted to put a button on why Satanism is so resurgent. A lot of people emailing me, and feel free to email me anytime your thoughts, Benny at Benny Johnson. Uh, What we did want to state, and the reason why we're excited about the international growth of the show is that we do talk about consistent principles and principles that uh, are able to be held by all humanity for all time, actually. Truth that organizes a society toward their creator and the opposite of truth lies you have like obese satan like so grotesque and disgusting last night uh uh portly portly satan uh definitely you know satan definitely needs to start uh getting on his um you know heloton is that what they would heloton got it hey hey all right dad joke What's the point here, ladies and gentlemen? Why do, why do they do this? Why do they do this? Every single year, there's some type of iconography of some type of satanic or, or, or religious desecration, right? doesn't matter if it's Madonna 30 years ago trying to desecrate the Virgin Mary, so on and so forth. The reason they do this is quite plainly laid out. In humanism, they worship themselves 
They worship the system of government, Marxism, that does away with the church. The first chapter of Karl Marx's Communist Manifesto says we will fight capitalism and we'll fight the church. The church organizes society to look to a creator, to look to a God, to look to universal truths like all men are created equal and to better themselves. And these godless Marxists look to not God, but to themselves for rulership. And we're going to see a lot of that tonight in Joe Biden's State of the Union. In fact, that's his uh, that's what, how Joe Biden organizes his own life. What is best for me right now? My country be damned. Uh, my family be damned. Go read Ashley Biden's diary, baby. Shower time. Everything is about him. Doesn't matter. Like he stole another man's wife. You know that, right? You know, like Joe Biden, Joe Biden was like cheating on his wife with Jill Biden. Jill Biden was cheating on her husband. Like th th that's been laid out by Jill Biden's ex-husband. Like these are real things. These are selfish people. And that is kind of the nature of selfishness all the way back to the original Adam and Eve story, right? The original Adam and Eve story is you can make a decision better than God can. You can structure your life better than God can. Bright, shiny apple. Eat it, baby. It's the one thing you're not allowed to do. Well, God doesn't know anything. It's, it's just, you see, like the moral of the story is like it's always about self. It's always about selfishness and depriving others around you of any type of goodness or goodwill, nature or forgiveness, uh, because all of those things don't matter. And the Communist Manifesto kind of lays it out really perfectly. There's a lot of other philosophical writings that sort of lay out what Satanism is. But as you watch this culture metastasize, as you watch this culture become more and more degenerate and debased, and you see actual Satan worshiping on stage, as we saw, it's important to sort of put that in stark relief as to what they want. What they want is a world without God. That's what communists wanted. But there is no world without God. That's what's wild about communism and about communist societies. In fact, if you allow all men and women to go back to their basest animal instincts, then what you get is a world that actually requires slaves and a master. They simply replace God with the state. And that's what happens under communism. There's a connection here. There's always a connection. The people who run the entertainment industry are universally and centrally organized with the plan. Marxists are central organizers. There is a plan that they have, and it's not a good one. And so that's what happens inside of communism. They say that that's liberty. They say that that's freedom to have an absolutely oppressive, brutalist state that hovers above you, and that state replaces God. Karl Marx lays it out perfectly. And so everyone's selfishness becomes their downfall. And then that means lies replace truth. And all of the prospering and flourishing that happens inside of a Judeo-Christian organized society where the individual and individual liberties are organized in a manner in which you are not allowed to hurt other people and you shouldn't do that. You are allowed to live freely and you're allowed to prosper freely but you must have a set code of morality that we all agree upon. The Satanist wants to eliminate that entirely. And so does the communist. They are one. And so that, like, ladies and gentlemen, this is what they're aiming toward. And this is why that's going viral, why we've talked about it, and why we're taking a moment to start our show in order to sort of put a pin in it 
because you'll hear the same things echoed through Joe Biden's State of the Union tonight. He won't be wearing red devil horns or red skin tight leather. Thank God. We don't think we have no idea what the color of his depends actually are, but he will be positing and profiteering off of the similar, a similar message, a similar hedonist message, desecrating universal truths and things that actually bind and tie and stitch societies together uh, for 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 individual for his specific Joe Biden individual benefit. And that at its very core, ladies and gentlemen, is actual Satanism. That's why Karl Marx calls it, and the last thing I'll say on this, Karl Marx calls this the end of history. This is laid out very simply and beautifully in the Communist Manifesto. And I say beautifully because the Communist Manifesto is short and it gets right to the point. Destroy the church, destroy the family, destroy capitalism. And these people are following it to the letter. It is a Satanist doctrine that replaces God with man. And it is the doctrine for people, bloodthirsty people like Joe Biden, who wish to do exactly that. Why do you think Joe Biden goes against his church's teaching? Because he actually doesn't believe any of that. Why do you think Joe Biden stands athwart his own pope as the old Irish Catholic? Because he doesn't believe in all that. Joe Biden believes in Joe Biden. And that's Satanist thinking. It's demonic thinking. And that's why it's important to talk about because it helps you understand how these people organize their lives and their thinking. The end of history is about destroying everything that came before this exact moment and rewriting it. So Joe Biden wants to rewrite history. You see this in the 1619 Project. You see this when it comes to Joe Biden lying so aggressively and egregiously. Joe Biden's lies are a predicate And the scriptures themselves state plainly that the native tongue of Satan is lying. So if you want to actually find uh, where the cracks are, ladies and gentlemen, in our society, go ahead and check out who the the predominant liars are. And so that's why we actually talk about the Grammys failing. Very good, ladies and gentlemen. That's why we talk about the Grammys failing. They had some of the lowest – some of the lowest viewership ever according to Breitbart. That's why this satanic display – that's – what's behind it, and also more importantly, that's why it's important for these people to declare their Satanism because what they are doing is they're declaring a, a specific worldview, and Joe Biden in his same in the same way is just declaring the same side of the coin, the same worldview. Ladies and gentlemen, it's good that this was the lowest watch Grammys. I think that they are losing, and that's why they are getting more bold, quite frankly. The lying, however, shall continue, and the lies will become more egregious In fact, the lies will actually turn Joe Biden's own military against him. This is wild. NORAD, the most sophisticating tracking system in human history that tracks with satellites and ground satellites and space-borne satellites and all types of low, low space, low horizon, high horizon, NORAD, who tracks everything, they can track Santa, remember? Ladies and gentlemen, they said that they can't pick up a Chinese spy balloon, that this didn't happen under Trump. Stepping back a second, the lie in order to try and protect Joe Biden was that actually also Chinese spy balloons happened under Trump and Trump did nothing about it. Remember, orange man bat. And that's what's so important. 
Well, so we utterly debunked that yesterday, but even the people who are serving currently Joe Biden and Joe Biden, Mr. Commander in Chief, the people who are under his stead, apparently, allegedly. Yeah, right. But anyway, as it is constitutionally organized, Joe Biden, Commander in Chief, the people who are working for Joe Biden are turning on him right now and saying this is all garbage. What do you mean there were Chinese spy satellites that were floating over America during Donald Trump's tenure? That's insane. Now, there was a a story that we covered yesterday that had to do with General Mattis. And we said, yo, is General Mattis keeping information from Donald Trump? That broke yesterday and we brought it to you. And we thought it was worth you hearing General Mattis himself saying, "Uh, no, actually, General Mattis himself shooting down not a spy satellite, but the literal fake news that the Biden regime is pushing as propaganda to try and hurt Trump. And say that Trump also had spy satellites. Trump loved him. He was eating chow mein on the front lawn. Donald Trump, you know, huge China advocate, loves China. Donald Trump, biggest fan of China. Peking Express, Panda Express. Donald Trump's in there. General So's chicken. Give it to me. He and Miley just sitting there eating their China boxes off their bellies. No, it's a lie. And General Mattis straight up says so. Watch. We've all been reading about the balloon. We've been watching on television. The balloon's serious. I, I, I don't mean to make light of it, but don't don't worry that it suddenly was able to find things out. Satellites that are up in low Earth orbit weren't spotting already. Um, you you got to wonder with its stupidity or left hand not doing the right hand what they're doing. Why the Chinese so that time to do it? But uh, you know I'm going to tell for any of you young guys in the audience, you want to make four star general. Fight enemy generals dumber than a bucket of rocks. Okay? <laughs> but in this case, um, I would still say it's serious, and and but I wouldn't get overly worried at all about it. But there are some questions we all, as Americans, need answers. I think, you know, did it really happen during the past administration? Because there doesn't seem to be anybody from the past administration who's aware of it. I'm not for the first two years of that administration. Uh, now, it's possible there's old radar tapes that show things that now if we go back and know what it looks like, go back and say, well, that wasn't a, an ice storm over the Aleutians. That was a balloon or something. I don't know. But no, there, there's some answers uh, that the American people are owed. So there are some answers that the American people are owed. General Mattis. There are a lot of huge fans of General Mattis out there. There are a lot of people that think that General Mattis is a traitor to Donald Trump and his administration. It sort of depends on uh, your reading of history with General Mattis uh, and what you think about the Department of Defense that he was running. General Mattis is there on record. That's, uh, I think, not that was not for public consumption. That was General Mattis speaking at a private event saying, this didn't happen under my watch. What are they talking about? Well, here's what they're talking about, okay? So this is the article from CNN written by Natasha Bertrand. Natasha Bertrand is a deep state stenographer. She is surgically attached. Her lips are surgically attached to the ass of the deep state. All she does is gargle and print the press releases that are handed to her by the deep state. And here they are trying to walk back this verifiable lie, because now Congress wants to investigate this lie and find out where it comes from. This is very dangerous stuff uh, they've gotten, again, over their skis here trying to lie on behalf of Joe Biden. 
Chinese spy balloons under Trump were not discovered until Biden took office. Wow. This framing from CNN, from this wretched person, you may recall, this is the same person that uh, laundered the 51 intel agencies uh, say that, you know, Hunter Biden's laptop is Russian disinformation. These people are saying that actually Donald Trump was so dumb and all of his generals and all of his weaponry and him funding the military and uh, rearming the military, the American military being its strongest and most prominent it has ever been in my lifetime under Donald Trump, that those people are so stupid and are so dumb that they missed the Chinese spy balloons. Got it? These people are duplicitous. So they're lying to protect Joe Biden. Their lies are going to come back and snap on them because not a single person, not General Mattis, who was in charge of the DOD, not John Bolton, who was national security advisor, not John Ratcliffe, who was director of national intelligence, and not even John Kirby, who is a small little gremlin-like man who is paid to lie on behalf of Joe Biden currently, can point to any evidence of a Chinese spy balloon under Donald Trump's tenure. Watch. Earlier during an off-camera press briefing with reporters, the top general for NORAD in North America admitted the U.S. military did not detect the earlier Chinese spy flights during the Trump administration. John Kirby also spoke earlier with reporters. I can tell you that uh, that uh, we discovered uh, these um, these flights um, after we came into into office, and there's a. Uh, I'm not going to get into the specifics of how we did the forensics. I think you can understand that uh, we're going to be careful about that. So just believe us. We can't tell you how, but just believe us. Just believe us that Russia interfered on behalf of Donald Trump in the 2016 election. Just believe us that Donald Trump coordinated with Russia for that interference. Just believe us. Ladies and gentlemen, that Donald Trump is a Russian agent. Believe us, ladies and gentlemen, that Joe Biden's the most popular president of all time. Just believe us that Donald Trump hid classified documents at Mar-a-Lago. Just believe us that Joe Biden would never do such a thing. Believe us that January 6th was totally not an inside job. Just believe us. Huh. January 6th, it looks like once more at the U.S. Capitol. I lived in Washington, D.C. for 15 years. It's pretty magical in Washington, D.C. You can walk up to, um, you know, the Lincoln Memorial. You can walk up to the Washington Monument. You can walk right up to the U.S. Capitol, put your hand on it uh, for the vast majority of my time in Washington, D.C. And then something dark and marked happened. Uh, One, Nancy Pelosi refused to put up uh, walls, gates, or the National Guard before January 6th, even though Donald Trump had offered that. That's kind of an important piece of information is Nancy Pelosi, who actually made sure that the Capitol was very unsecure during January 6th. Odd that. Maybe that's worth a uh, congressional investigation since Nancy Pelosi still sits in that body. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, also, uh, that fencing is back up. Why? Why? Why is there fencing around the people's house? Once again. And one of the magical parts about being in Washington, D.C., and I'm sure you've been in Washington, D.C., is that you can really, you can, it's pretty free form. There are a lot of roads that are closed down in Washington, D.C. that cars can't drive on, and it's neat. You can walk the city. It's a very beautiful city to walk through until BLM and Antifa got a hold of it and nearly killed my family. That story for another time. People shot in my front yard, my baby inside of my house when my house was set on fire in a drug 
Heartland gang war. By the way, I was living on Capitol Hill, just a few blocks from the Capitol. In case you're wondering what Democrats have done to the city and why home rule should be abolished in Washington, D.C. And the stewardship of Washington, D.C. should go back to the House of Representatives. That should absolutely happen. Home rule in Washington, D.C. has been horrendous and actually has been uh, worse for a specific group of people more than anyone when that's black people. Because they are predominantly the people who are injured, murdered, or attacked in this horrible crime-ridden hellscape that is Washington, D.C. But back in the brighter days, you could just walk up to the U.S. Capitol. Today, on the eve of Joe Biden's State of the Union, the Capitol is once more surrounded in razor wire. Tucker Carlson covering it. They're building a huge wall around the Capitol. What was formerly called the People's House is now just their house, and anyone who's not from there can get away and stop asking about what goes on inside. <laughs> You're seeing pictures on your screen right now. You're no longer allowed in your own house because January 6th. Ooh, it can make you hostile if you think about it. It's behind those walls that Biden's going to read the State of the Union tomorrow. And you need to stay far, far away because it's not your country anymore. Small group people who hate you are running it. We've got a packed show tomorrow night. Glenn Greenwald, Tulsi Gabbard. So a small group of people are running this country and they hate you. We're going to put up footage right now of the fence that was taken by somebody who's just standing on the street walking around. This is uh, footage of what it looks like. Amateur video. This was taken yesterday of fencing, razor wire, going up all around the United States Capitol in preparation for Joe Biden to go in there and give some monarchical, bloviating, slobbery pontification about how great he is. And then half of the Half the audience to clap like brain-dead lobotomized seals. Ladies and gentlemen, does that look like a free country to you? If that, if that kind of a fencing went up around your church, for instance, would you feel welcome there? Would you feel like that is a house of God or that you could worship there? Would, would, would any of this, does any of this imagery state that you the American public are actually in control of this nation as is designed because article one of the constitution is about Congress and Congress is about the people. That's why it's called the people's house. Article two is actually the article that denotes the president and the executive branch. It is a subservient branch of government to the first branch of government, which is Congress, which is controlled by you. It is the most directly representative of you. There are some congressional districts that like represent like 400,000 people. I mean, that's as close as you get to federal direct democracy, right? So that, that means like 10,000 people, like a handful of people can like totally swing an election and elect a member of Congress to that house. Does that feel like a house that is welcoming to you? And more importantly, as Joe Biden uh, fumbles and wobbles with his pens full down the red carpet and is announced, Mr. Speaker of the President of the United States. And half the chamber goes like this. Do you feel as though you're being represented when Joe Biden's special guests are going to be abortion criminals? Yeah, that's right. Let's hop into what Joe Biden is going to do 
at the State of the Union. And then more importantly, we'll hop into the actual real review of Joe Biden's last year. And boy, baby, do we did we dive deep and dig deep for this one? You are going to be howling, I hope, uh, and maybe crying a little bit. But we laugh and we cry on this show. But we really go through and give Joe Biden the business as to what kind of a year he has given to us. Joe Biden will call for more taxes. Okay, so that's important to hear. Joe Biden will call for more taxes during the State of the Union. President Biden will call on a billionaire's tax because that's always worked out uh, 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 ahead of Congress. In his second State of the Union and his first to the newly split legislature, Biden intends to emphasize uh, unemployment. Lowest unemployment, that's a lie. That's an artificial manufacturing and rigging of the unemployment numbers. Post-pandemic recovery, not true. His post-pandemic recovery has been as flaccid uh, as Joe Biden in his nursing home without Viagra. And uh, bills to tackle climate change to improve infrastructure. Got it. Okay, so then like a laundry, like a wish list of crap that Joe Biden wants to have inside of um, the presidential library that he'll never see. Inside of some cul-de-sac in Delaware, where all of his secret documents are still hidden in the University of Delaware. He wants to renew calls to make the wealthiest pay more tax. Man, it is so tired. It is so tired. It is so tired. Liberals have the same song that they sing. It's the same, the same song and dance that they sing the entire time. Pay more tax. Pay more tax. Yet they're accepting as much crypto as they as much Bitcoin as they possibly can from the bloody hands of Sam Bankman Fried. These people are such scoundrels. It's the kindest word for him. Biden economic advisor falsely claims that Joe Biden is super popular with the American people, actually. So just setting the preview here, uh, he's going uh, Joe Biden is walking into this saying that the American people love him. Two thirds of Americans say their circumstances are better. What the hell do they get these numbers? Outgoing White House economic advisor Brian Deese declared that the state of the economy is strong on the eve of President Joe Biden's State of the Union speech, fended off questions on a series of polls that show American dissatisfaction. Deese talked up the resilience of the U.S. economy, but he didn't want to talk about an ABC Washington News poll where he found 41% of respondents said that they are uh, worse off. So how the hell do you square this stuff? State of the economy is strong, he said. Got it. The ABC News Washington poll, uh, Post poll said 16% of Americans thought they were better off than before Biden took office. Yo, 16%. Okay, got it. There's your, uh, there's your pollster right there on screen. ABC News Washington Post. Where's this poll from? Is it from Gateway Pundit uh, Infowars? No, it's from ABC News and the Washington Post. Super far right wing conser- you know, uh, uh, conspiracy series sites. Deese, a skilled number cruncher, was a bit off when he tried to parry the question of the poll. So he can't even read the poll. This guy was in charge of the economy and he can't even read this basic poll. This guy also worked for BlackRock, just in case you're wondering uh, what kind of lizard people uh, hi, how lizard people hire other lizard people uh, throughout our government. Speaking of people without souls and who are absolutely are reptilian, Jill Biden uh, will host Bono and Paul Pelosi during the State of the Union. Uh-oh. Get ready. There's going to be a Paul Pelosi news cycle coming up. We are licking our chops. Along with uh, a woman who nearly died under the strict Texas abortion law. The guest for Biden's State of the Union, 
somebody who called 911 when a Republican fell off the ladder, that's fine. Uh, prisoners, so on and so forth. And women who traveled across state lines to get abortions. Women who traveled across state lines to get abortions. That will be – you're seeing right there the subtext of what's about to happen. Joe Biden's about to point to the gallery and he's going to say, uh, hey, Republicans didn't want these people to murder their children. Republicans were against the child sacrifice practice of abortion that my own church and my own pope says is evil and won't allow me to take communion for, supporting my entire career. Um, so how are you going to square that, Joe? What are you going to do? Expect them to double down on this barbaric practice that has killed 60 million uh, Americans, at least that we know of, that has decimated the black population in this country, uh, that is absolutely not healthcare, and that is rightfully, was rightfully struck down, thank God, this year in the overturning of Roe v. Wade. Uh, another absolutely criminal act that was undertaken under Biden's decrepit regime, a scum hive, a hive of scum and villainy, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so expect that a lot of a lot of a shout your abortion uh, from our from our Catholic president. It will be deeply, deeply cringe inducing, ladies and gentlemen, um, but. Hey, what did I tell you? It's going to reflect Sam Smith, okay? It's going to reflect Sam Smith dancing as Satan and gyrating his morbid body on stage in some plastic red leather, his grotesque body surrounded by demons worshiping him as he worships himself. And ladies and gentlemen, what the scriptures say about Satan is they come to kill, steal, and destroy. That is what the evil one comes to do. Steal, kill, and destroy. Well, I can think of three things that absolutely happen when you abort a precious child uh, and a gift from God. As a parent, I can tell you, uh, welcoming your child into this world is a gift from God. It is something deeply uh, spiritual. My wife and I have been through many ultrasounds, and it is incredible to see just at eight weeks, for instance, the full child's head and arms and heartbeat. Eight weeks, eight weeks, the heart beating, the arms, you can see these ultrasounds, they're unbelievable, the technology, these ultrasounds. Yes, you are killing a sentient life, soul, and, and, and may God have mercy on, 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 our, on our nation. Praise the Lord that we are heading in the right direction um, um, on this issue, and the number of abortions in America are steeply declining, along with the amount of single motherhood in America, which is very, very interesting. I think this generation has the capacity uh, to actually save America and perhaps return to first principles. And that might be why Satan and evil is raising its head because they feel that there may be a generational defeat at hand and they are screaming demonic screams about it. That may be it. We'll see. There's going to be a demonic scream tonight from Joe Biden. He's going to worship child sacrifice. He's going to worship killing and destroying uh, these unborn lives. Uh, and that's what that's this is what Joe Biden is about. I mean, this is this is the practice of abortion for media matters and for everyone else who's going to clip this. Like th this is this is what abortion is. It is the killing of a unique human life and a unique human soul. And so so it's you know it's worth to just kind of preface the kind of the the, 
the kind of worldview that's going to celebrate the destruction of that life and uh, to put it in stark relief. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. So what we're also going to do, uh, putting in uh, stark relief here, is a bit of a flashback as to what Joe Biden's actual State of the Union is and what his actual year has been like for us straight from the uh, pit of hell. <laughs> speaking of speaking of a hell of a year, Joe Biden's last year, it's hard to think of a year where somebody has been uh, handed more uh, nut shots uh, directly, uh, directly to the pants than Joe Biden. Man, this guy has uh, this guy has uh, self-inflicted and inflicted, uh, quite frankly, by an American society that chance. Let's go, Brandon with hundreds of thousands of people uh, in stadiums. This is why Joe Biden isn't allowed to like go to these stadiums. Joe Biden get, gets trotted out, you know, at the Eagles game. Joe Biden isn't allowed because they're scared uh, of the Let's Go Brandon chant that will be chanted down upon him. This entire year has been one ongoing Let's Go Brandon chant. We're going to go back just a little bit more than one year to the worst thing that Joe Biden has done uh, yet, I think arguably from a policy perspective. I think the worst thing that he's done from a moral perspective is certainly his pushing for abortion and then the slaughtering of 13 uh, American service members in Afghanistan unnecessarily. Uh, But arguably his worst policy has been his demanding that you take uh, medicine that he demands that you take uh, or otherwise you lose your job through an OSHA mandate. So the desecration of your bodily autonomy uh, through an OSHA mandate. That happened in September of 2021, ladies and gentlemen. Let, let, let's never forget that Joe Biden wanted to enforce what could or could not go inside of your body. Otherwise, you won't be able to work. Watch. So tonight, I'm announcing that the Department of Labor is developing an emergency rule to require all employers with 100 or more employees that together employ over 80 million workers to ensure their workforces are fully vaccinated. My message to unvaccinated Americans is this. What more is there to wait for? What more do you need to see? We've made vaccinations free, safe and convenient. The vaccine is FDA approval over two 100 million Americans have gotten at least one shot. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, a couple of things here. I mean, beyond beyond the, I mean, truly Marxist, neo-Marxist nature of we will tell you what you can and cannot put inside of your body. Otherwise, you won't be able to provide bread for your children to eat. Uh, This is without question the largest banality of evil you've ever seen from your United States government. Now. As we've said on the show, and as is uh, quite frankly, like uh, as is quite frankly required of of us to say, um, I mean, from like a moral standpoint, like the medical decisions, the medical decisions about your own body are yours, your own body. 
That's you. Now, abortion, that's a totally different person. That's a, that's a different DNA. That's a totally different soul. That's what me, a Christian, knows and believes to be true. But when it comes to your own body and yourself, well, ladies and gentlemen, that, that's, that's quite frankly up to you and more importantly up to the God that created you because he's who you'll have to answer to. This is, again, down the exact through line of how we started the show. Joe Biden believes he's God. Joe Biden believes the government is God. Joe Biden doesn't believe in God. Okay? That is the direct through line here. So if the government is God and your body is not a temple and you don't have a creator, then the government can just do with you what they want. You're just chattel. You're just a number. And that's how Joe Biden sees the world. And that's how Joe Biden wanted to treat you. Joe Biden put forth this rule. They got it was struck down. Ladies and gentlemen, Biden administration withdraws a COVID vaccine mandate for businesses after losing Supreme Court case. The Biden administration formally withdrawing the vaccine mandate because the Supreme Court, of course, obviously blocked it. The Occupational Health and Safety Administration will pull the rule. Uh, This was on Wednesday, January 26th. So that's how Joe Biden started off with a bruising 6-3 decision that he is, you know, essentially the most evil dictator in American history because no American president has ever, ever in your lifetime, in my lifetime, in any lifetime said that we will ordain what medicine you must take in order to go to work. I mean, true. I mean, true. Like, like usurping any type of religious belief, usurping any type of moral understanding about bodily autonomy. And this is, I mean, it's truly, you know, barbaric. There's no other word for it. Barbarism, ladies and gentlemen, Russia attacked Ukraine this last month and that started in March. Only 12% had great trust in Joe Biden uh, amid the Russian war. And those, those people have been, those, those people have uh, uh, obviously held, held their head in shame, even though that small 12%. Russia invaded at the end of February and early into March under Biden's watch, only 12% of 1,000 Americans poll had great confidence in Joe Biden's ability to manage the crisis by escalating the war between Russia and Ukraine. Now, what many people are starting to say here, and including the uh, uh, the prime minister of Israel, former prime minister of Israel, uh, is that Joe Biden and NATO countries could have absolutely negotiated a ceasefire here and could have had a peaceful resolution to this. They chose violence. Because in a in a sick sense, uh, Joe Biden believes that there is probably going to be a political benefit to this. He fancies himself as a new FDR uh, because of his lunatic historians that he has surrounding him. And so he needs a great war to win. But here's the problem. Joe Biden is not FDR, as is quite evidenced by Joe Biden's inability to speak words. Watch. God's sake, this man cannot remain power. So that's Joe Biden calling for regime change with Russia. Probably possibly the biggest gaffe, possibly the largest echoing through diplomatic circles and international realities for America and your security gaffe that Joe Biden has made. He's made many gaffes. We're going to get to them all. But that is one of the most devastating. Joe Biden straight up on the, you know, on the eve of war, he was in Europe when he did that, speaking to like seven people in Poland that show up, that are forced to go there by the police and listen to him, this old man yell, rant and rave. Talk about regime change, straight up regime change, ladies and gentlemen. So speaking of people who don't know how to say words out of their face holes and can't come up with 
simple truths. You remember Ketanji Brown Jackson was also someone that Joe Biden nominated as Supreme Court. This year, she couldn't define what the word woman is, even though declaring herself a woman and saying that she will stand up for women's rights. Strange that you can't define said said words. Go. Uh, Can you provide a definition for the word woman? Can I provide a definition? Mm -hmm. No. Yeah. I can't. You can't? Not in this context. I'm not a biologist. So I really deeply wish that I could advise a senator on their line of questioning because what Marsha Blackburn needed to do right then and there was say, do you consider yourself a woman? And let her answer. Because that was the big push, right? There's already a black man on the Supreme Court, and therefore, she's not historic at all. If you can't define what a woman is, the whole play here was that you have your first neo-Marxist on the court. Tanji Brown Jackson is a Marxist. You have your first neo-Marxist on the court. That's what they actually wanted. They could care less about her, the amount of melanin in her skin or her gender. But what they, you know, what but what they need to make sure that the identity politics people clap again like lobotomized seals is you need to have some type of defining historic ceiling glass shattering moment. And so if she can't call herself a woman, are you a woman? Uh, Come on, man. Go in. Go in for the kill. There it is. Sitting right there. So you're actually not historic, actually, because there's are, there's been a black person on the Supreme Court for nigh on 30 years. So what 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 what's all the fanfare about? Oh, you're a Marxist. Got it. Okay, so you're committed Marxist. That's what they actually want. They could they could care less. They could care less. It's all a Trojan horse. Everything is just a Trojan horse for the ideology. The mask mandates were defeated. Federal judge strikes down mask mandates for airlines, public transportation in Tampa. Boom shakalaka, baby. Federal judge appointed by Donald Trump. Hoorah. In Florida on April 18th of last year, struck down the Biden administration's mask mandates requiring travelers and airlines and public transportation to wear masks to prevent the spread of COVID-19. District Judge Catherine Kimball Meese, a 2020 appointee of Donald Trump, ruled in a 59-page opinion in Tampa, Florida, the mask mandates first enacted is unconstitutional. Boom shakalaka. Watch. April 18th, the Biden administration announced that the Transportation Security Administration will no longer enforce the federal mandate requiring masks in all U.S. airports and onboard aircraft. People cheered. You remember seeing the montage of everyone cheering. People were cheering and were so excited and were so thrilled about this because there's something uh, endemically wrong with our nation. When you have this type of Orwellian top-down brutalism, again, this is replacing God. This is replacing nature itself with government, with man. And that in and of itself is Satanist. Lack of a belief in God doesn't mean that you're free. It simply means that you will believe then in something else. That absence, that space will be filled. And these people believe in something else. And that something else is their own depraved nature, their own sick, demon-worshipping nature, ladies and gentlemen. They want to create their own truth. They 
believe that they are in charge of what truth is. And again, th that in and of itself, the search for truth has been a uh, a 10,000-year a, a search of recorded human history. Mankind has always searched for truth. But somehow, a dancing Mary Poppins from the Biden administration decided that she was the arbiter of truth. Nina Jankowicz was her name. You recall who this deeply emotionally disturbed individual was and is. Nina Jankowicz resigned in May as the Biden Ministry of Truth a boss. Ooh, man. Nina Jankowicz was slated to head the Department of Homeland Security's Disinformation Governance Board. She resigned from her position, and now they paused the program. Jankowicz said the future of the DHS board is uncertain. She decided to return to this public sphere. <laughs> After you, you, dear viewer, you, dear friend, my friends, we, together, were able to destroy this person and their career. And it, America is a much better place because this lady doesn't get to decide what's true online. Watch. Information laundering is really quite ferocious. It's when a huckster takes some lies and makes them sound precocious by saying them in Congress or a mainstream outlet. So disinformation's origins are slightly less atrocious. It's how you hide a little, hide a little lie. It's how you hide a little, hide a little lie. It's how you hide a little, hide a little lie. When Rudy Giuliani shared that intel from Ukraine, or when TikTok influencers say COVID can cause pain, they're laundering disinfo, and we really should take note and not support their lies with our wallet, voice, or vote. So, if you're looking for a clinical definition of mental illness, you have it right there. That is clinically what it looks like to be insane and unhappy and single forever, ladies and gentlemen. Who would like to wake up to that? Yikes. We must circle back to one of our favorites, ladies and gentlemen, Jen Psaki, who left us in the month of May last year. Jen Psaki abandoned the White House, replacing herself with cringe Jean Pierre. Very sad. Jen Psaki, we... We missed thee. I mean that. I mean, we had a ball writing about how Jen Psaki bursts into a puddle of lava and a volcano and spits fire. Oh, we missed the Chucky headlines comparing her to Peppermint Patty. So sad. So sad. A reminder, ladies and gentlemen, of the special, special musings of Joe Biden's mouthpiece, Jen Psaki. Flames on from the press pool circle back. I can, I'll circle back if there's more I can share with you. But I'll circle back with you if there's more to convey. Um, I'll have to just circle back with you. We can circle back with you. I'm happy to circle back with you. I can circle back. Uh, I will have to circle back on that one. That's an excellent question. Oh, such an important question. Uh, we will circle back with you and we'll, we'll circle back with you. It's an interesting question, but uh, we'll, we'll circle back. I'm happy to circle back, but I'll have to circle back with you on it. It's a good question, but we'll circle back with you on this today. We will certainly circle back with you more directly. That spawned our favorite meme, possibly, of the Biden administration, the circle back girl meme of Jen Psaki. So beautifully done. This belongs in the Smithsonian of memes. Please enjoy. On this machine, all the girls dump your feet like this. Few times have been around that track, so it's not just gonna happen like that. Cause it ain't no circle back. Girl, ain't no circle back. Circle back. Girl. Circle back. Girl. 
<laughs> it's so delicious. Oh, we miss Jen Psaki. We do. Cringe, Jean Pierre. You ain't it. You ain't it. You, you remind me of somebody that I used to know, Jen Psaki. Off, off into the, uh, off into the distance with all the other great memes. Joe Biden's ultra mega king meme. That also happened in May when Joe Biden himself apparently came up with the ultra mega king moniker for Donald Trump. GOP laughs off Biden's ultra MAGA attack, calling it hilarious. Biden invented the nickname himself, Ultra MAGA King. Watch. Let me say, let me say this carefully. I never expected the ultra MAGA Republicans who seem to control the Republican Party now to have been able to control the Republican Party. Well, the, it's called, I call, I call it the ultra MAGA plan. Under my predecessor, the great MAGA king. You think that hurts our feelings? Like, do you think Donald Trump does? I, I know Trump relatively well. I know his team very well. I've got a chance to interview Trump a handful of times. Not his best friend. But, I mean, do you not know that, like, Donald Trump loves the idea of being called ultra MAGA king? Are you kidding me? Yes, I say. What? And speaking of speaking very carefully, Joe Biden saying, I'm a, I gotta say, carefully. Joe Biden was granted a very rare live interview. When you do interviews with Joe Biden, one, they're not allowed to be live. But Joe Biden does a live interview with the masked uh, orcs of Jimmy Kimmel's audience. And even in front of the most advantageous and fawning drooling possible audience, Joe Biden literally had his brain break in half. I mean, you are talking about walking up to a T-ball with a 16-inch softball on it, okay? And one of those, one of those Mark McGuire bats and being unable, like whiffing at the plate. Watch this humiliation from June. I often get asked, look, the Republicans don't play it square. Why do you play it square? Yeah. Well, well, guess what? If we do the same thing they do, our democracy will literally be in jeopardy. Well, I mean, yeah. it's not a joke. And I, I understand that argument, but also it's like you're playing Monopoly with somebody who, you know, won't pass go and won't follow any of the rules. And how do you ever make any progress if they're not following the rules? Well, you got to send them to jail, uh, you know. A sign of things to come. Remember the theme of the show that Joe Biden doesn't care about the rules. Joe Biden doesn't care about the morality or the fabric of this nation. Joe Biden is here to destroy. Joe Biden is here to be what the neo-Marxists demand that he be, which is somebody who will send you directly to jail. And we'll get right to that, actually. Uh, in the month of June, also celebrate, ladies and gentlemen be uplifted. The Supreme Court strikes down Roe v. Wade in Dobbs' decision, returns abortion laws to state lawmakers where it always deserved to be. This is federalism. This is clear. I mean, clearly there, there is a directive inside of our own founding document, the 10th Amendment, that says the rules that aren't on a federal level, the, the rules that unite us federally are going to be very loose 
and extremely universal in nature. Things that everyone can agree upon, right? All men are created equal. Things that everybody can agree upon in this society. And then the rest of those rules got to go down to the state. The states can be laboratories and you can go do whatever you wish to do in your own state. You want a state with open carry? You can go get that. You want a state with zero income tax? You can go get that. You want a state that has big corporate carve outs and really great place to put your corporation? Why is Disney incorporated in Delaware? You can go do that. You can go find anything you want in this giant adventure of America, and all we ask is that you don't harm another person. And in the 7-2-1973 decision, where when Roe was handed down, what these buffoons baffled the minds with all of these kind of kind of interesting, like how men, right? Men aren't allowed to have control of another woman's body. Well, it was men who decided on uh, all panel of white men, right, that decided to bring you Roe v. Wade in the first place. It was actually a 5-4 decision uh, with actual female representation on the court uh, that decided to strike that down and state definitively that this needs this is a moral question that must be put to the people's vote and their heart and that, that the federal government has absolutely no right uh, found in the Constitution because, of course, again, that's what the Supreme Court's job is uh, to say that there is a right to death. In fact, there is a right to life intrinsic and woven into our Constitution and our, our, our founding documents. Well, it says so right there in some of the first lines of our founding documents, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Um, America, like in, in that line itself, all, constitu- all, all abortion should be unconstitutional because there is a right to life that is a prerequisite to every other right that we have in this nation. But ladies and gentlemen, I digress. The Supreme Court, of course, handing down a, a generational victory and a moral victory, and it's very special, and we may never see it again in our lifetimes. We're, we'll see. But this is a magnitudinous decision that changed America forever for the good, and praise the Lord. In the month of July, Joe Biden fell off a bike. <laughs> the end. <laughs> You remember this? Joe Biden also uh, falling off, falling off his bike, which is a perfect metaphor for what Joe Biden did to our economy in the same month. The economy enters technical recession in the month of July. So remember this with all the happy talk of Joe Biden and his economy. Uh, Technical recession after growth tumbles 0.09%. In the second quarter, so two quarters of shrinking growth, contracting economy. That means a recession. Ladies and gentlemen, Joe Biden delivered a recession. That's what we had. They need a major distraction from this. And Joe Biden said he's going to put his enemies in jail there on the Jimmy Kimmel show to the clapping seals. And you saw the fruits of that just a month later in August when the FBI raided Mar-a-Lago. And staged photos of the documents they seized from Donald Trump. Now, we've talked about this ad nauseum, ladies and gentlemen. But it is important to note this, that the federal government staged this event. That is not how Donald Trump kept his documents. Donald Trump did not keep his papers strewn about on the floor. Donald Trump is a deeply meticulous individual, as somebody who's been inside of Donald Trump's offices and private quarters 
for various interviews or meetings and so on. Um, this is not how Donald Trump keeps his documents. These are staged. Those are just cover. Those are those are classified cover sheets without any documents inside of them, according to Cash Patel. So I guess we'll find out. There's a special counsel into this right now. But this, again, broke down and is the greatest breakdown of the public trust in our federal agencies in, in our lifetime. A FBI raiding a former president. It's never happened before. I pray it never happens again. I pray this doesn't become like a, a, a third world tactic that we find ourselves riling through through the rest of my life where presidents order the raiding of other presidents. You don't want that. That kind of crap happens in third world countries. We don't want that here. And Joe Biden is bringing us dangerously close to the brink, ladies and gentlemen. He tried as hard as he could to bring America all the way to the brink. Joe Biden gave a famous red speech, his Hitlerian speech with a blood red background, using the military as props behind him in the moment of greatest disgrace for Joe Biden. This happened in September. You may recall that what Joe Biden did in this speech is call essentially half the country upon which he leads terrorists. Watch. Too much of what's happening in our country today is not normal. Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans represent an extremism that threatens the very foundations of our republic. MAGA forces are determined to take this country backwards, backwards to an America where there is no right to choose, no right to privacy, no right to contraception, no right to marry who you love. They promote authoritarian leaders and they fan the flames of political violence. The goal is to insult you and your own intelligence. That's obviously the goal. Uh, Joe Biden there talking about authoritarianism while he's essentially inside of his own junta, like inside of his own dictatorial Hitlerian monarchical pontification there where the uh, Declaration of Independence was signed, desecrating the ghosts of our founding fathers because what they were signing there was their own treaty and pact in a brotherhood against monarchical military rule, which is what they had lived under. It is so perverse. It, it sickens the soul. And as you go back through and you really like peel the pages back and see what Joe Biden has done just in the past year, it begins to put into stark relief exactly what kind of times we live in. They truly are, ladies and gentlemen, times that try men's souls. But there is good on the horizon. In October, Elon Musk took over Twitter. Elon Musk released documents that proved that Twitter interfered in elections. Elon Musk fired Parag Agarwal, Vijay Gade, and began to expose step by step, drop by drop, Twitter file release after Twitter file release, the coordination and collusion between big tech and our federal law enforcement agencies and the Democrat Party, and how these Large companies are used in order to torture the truth and in order to silence Americans, including but not limited to the president of the United States. The greatest bombshell yet is that Donald Trump's own administration was working to silence him.
that members of Donald Trump's own FBI were working in order to manufacture and to merchandise lies about the Hunter Biden laptop to silence the president upon which they serve under. If that is not an indicator of rot at the core of our system, I don't know what is. In November, the GOP won the United States House of Representatives and then immediately said that they will be investigating Joe Biden for many things, among them human trafficking. Watch. As such, this investigation will be a top priority. We are releasing a report today that details what we have uncovered. We are also sending letters to the Biden administration officials and Biden family associates renewing our request for voluntary production of documents relevant to this investigation. This is an investigation of Joe Biden, the president of the United States, and why he lied to the American people about his knowledge and participation in his family's international business schemes. National security interests require the committee conduct investigation, and we will pursue all avenues, avenues that have long been ignored. Committee Republicans have uncovered evidence of federal crimes committed by and to the benefit of members of the president's family. These include conspiracy or defrauding the United States, wire fraud, conspiracy to commit wire fraud, violation of the Foreign Agents Registration Act, violations of the Foreign Corrupt Practices Act, violations of the Trafficking Victims Protection Act, tax evasion, money laundering, and conspiracy to commit money laundering. So, wow. Of course, you know about the money laundering, but that just blew our minds when James Comer there of Kentucky, who's in charge of this committee investigating Joe Biden, said that he will be investigated criminally for violating human trafficking laws. What does that mean? What do they know? We are in for one hell of a year, ladies and gentlemen. Please buckle up and travel with us through this wild time. We promised you that we will be there for you. Somebody who wasn't there for the people that trusted him was Sam Bankman-Fried in December. Sam Bankman-Fried, Democrat mega donor. In fact, the largest donor this side of George Soros, only George Soros, was able to donate more money. Disgraced Sam Bankman-Fried went completely bankrupt in the largest fraud in American history. He was arrested now we'll see what he is, uh, what he will be charged with. Justice would, of course, be imprisonment for life. Bankman Freed backed Democrats, was the second largest donor last cycle. So you can thank this man's fraudulence, his stealing of your money to donate it to Democrats. So Democrats weren't getting enough donations. So what they needed to do was actually liquidate bank accounts in order to fund their failures of a campaign. This is how pathetic these people are. And it gets worse. Sam Brinton, the non-binary nuclear waste agent of Joe Biden, was arrested and charged with multiple felonies for stealing women's luggage. Just in case you're wondering, the quality of individual that Joe Biden hires and whether they are mentally stable or not, Sam Brinton, non-binary nuclear waste individual with nuclear green coloration in his hairs and lipstick uh, was as toxic on the inside as he is on the outside. And Joe, uh, this man would steal women's luggage and they never tell you the full story. He would steal the women's luggage and then he would go and wear their clothes as trappings around the country. This is according to the court filings and according to the charging documents. Sam Brinton would hunt women through the airports. Remember this when Joe Biden says he's standing up for women. He would hunt women I wonder if Sam Brinton will be mentioned in the State of the Union tonight. We'll be watching. He will hunt women through the airport 
and then he would steal their luggage. That's what Sam Brinton did. And then he would wear their clothing. Does that make you feel good or bad, women watching right now? How does that make you feel about Joe Biden and his trust of individuals? Nina Jankowitz, Sam Brinton. These individuals are the ones that he chooses to surround himself with. And Joe Biden chooses to surround himself with a lot of very sketchy things, including classified documents. Joe Biden's document scandal burst forth onto the public uh, arena in the month of January. We're moving month by month here. Unfortunately, we should have been able to cover this way back in November as we're talking about the Comer investigation. But even though the D Department of Justice knew about it, the archives knew about it, and the White House knew about it, they kept it from you for three months. They kept this from you. These jackals claim that they are the most transparent administration in American history, and they lied to you for three months whilst prosecuting Donald Trump for the exact same thing. And the only reason we found out about it is because of a breaking news report from CBS News, Catherine Herridge, who's still allowed to do real reporting over there at CBS, shocks the senses, but she is actually allowed to do real journalism, and she broke the story. We would still be in the dark about it today. The biggest bombshell of our time, the Ukrainian cash, the Chinese cash, the money, the receipts, the documents, what do they show? Do they show pay for play? Do they show that Joe Biden was essentially merchandising American intelligence for his own family's profit? Yes, of course they show that. And this is the largest cover-up in American history. These people are criminals. They should be in shackles for the rest of their lives. Boy, it gets my blood boiling. The cover-up of this. It is one thing for Joe Biden to do this, and we'll see what crimes he is guilty of. Hopefully, if we have a just nation, we shall see. If not, then we won't. I mean, it, it, you know, it's up in the air. We'll see. Will to power. Do we as people have the will to power to hold Joe Biden accountable? But he deserves to be held accountable, not just for hoarding and squirreling away classified documents, potentially for his own family's financial gain and for the selling out of America, but also because he lied to you while prosecuting Donald Trump. This old cretinous bastard lied to you. He accused Donald Trump of doing the exact thing he knew he was guilty of. This man is a sunken demon. He's a sunken place to do something like this. Joe Biden's classified document scandal. Watch. Three sources tell CBS News the classified documents were discovered in this building about a mile from the White House at the offices of the Penn Biden Center, a foreign policy research institute set up after President Biden left the vice presidency. According to a source familiar with the matter, the classified documents are small in number and were found in November in a box among unclassified material. Ladies and gentlemen, this section shows date after date after date of classified document findings all throughout the month of January, but starting on November 2nd before the midterm election. There it is. A wonderful chart there provided by the Daily Mail, played for you by our uh, spectacular studio tech here. Rolls Royce is his name. Biden classified files timeline. Look at all of the discovery dots there. Discovery after discovery after discovery after discovery. And look at the date. September is when Joe Biden was saying that Donald Trump 
deserves to be held responsible, meaning put in jail, as he said there on Jimmy Kimmel, for his handling of documents. And November 2nd is when the Biden administration, and possibly beforehand, because Joe Biden himself absolutely knew that he was doing this. And we never really talk about this, but morally, Joe Biden knew he was doing this, and so did Barack Obama. So did Barack Obama. So we know what this is all about. They are making a fool of this man as he degrades and debases uh, our public office. And speaking of another thing that they knew about that we would have never found out about if it was not for citizen journalists and whistleblowers and people with cell phones who could literally spot a Chinese spy balloon with the naked eye, the Chinese spy balloon. That brings us up to the present day, the present crisis with Joe Biden. Huh. The Chinese spy balloon, something that we've been covering for the last couple of days, was allowed to traverse the entire United States of America to spy. This thing had a detonator on it. Now that we're learning, this thing had a detonator on it the size of a Mack truck that would blow it up if it needed to be blown up. Does that sound like a piece of weather equipment? The communist Chinese says it's just a piece of errant weather equipment, then freaks out when Joe Biden shoots it down after it was finished spying on us. In the greatest debasement and humiliation in American military, modern American military history. Now, the pullout of Afghanistan is also a debasement and a humiliation and a bloody one at that. But that did not happen on America's homeland. This is your country. This is your sacred airspace that Joe Biden is allowing to be defiled by the commie Chinese. Why? Because Joe Biden himself is a neo-Marxist, doesn't believe in God, believes in nothing but himself. And it's not going well. Chinese spy balloon. For your, for your, to jog your memory, if if you are like Joe Biden, you have dementia, and you can't remember the last twenty four hours. Go. A large white balloon, able to fit three massive buses in it, entered the United States airspace on January twenty eighth. Detected and tracked by U.S. intelligence officials, it still was able to travel from Alaska to Montana and hover above America's most important military installations, all the way to South Carolina until the Pentagon shot it down on Saturday after more than a week traveling throughout the country. Now questions are swirling on the damage already done. What did the balloon capture? Was it sending data back live as it traveled back to communist China? Did it drop and disperse surveillance products powered by solar energy to allow unlimited surveillance? And why did it take U.S. officials so long to shoot it down? Was it a test for the CCP to see if it can send something into America's airspace undetected? And how much surveillance is communist China performing on America right now? Why would you ever trust the man who flew his cokehead human trafficking son over to Beijing in order to pick up enormous, enormous piles of cash and literal huge diamonds the size of your fist? That's a real thing. There's photos of it on Hunter Biden's laptop. Big old diamonds. These are things that are gifted to him because his last name is Biden. At your expense, from the communist Chinese, what does it say about your moral character? So expect to see more lying. Expect to be, see more degeneracy. Expect to see the celebration of abortion and the celebration of Joe Biden's controlled demolition of the United States of America. We stand against it. Please stand with us tonight and remember that we will be live for the State of the Union. You can watch it with us as a, uh, you know, with us as we are live commentating during the State of the Union. And it will be uh, quite fun. 
this evening when we do that. What are you expecting? What are you in for? Well, again, we have a uh, quick little snippet of what Joe Biden did last State of the Union, and we believe that he has deteriorated far beyond this point, so expected to get much worse. Here's Joe Biden saying that walls can't keep out a vaccine. Time to see the the what used to be called a Rust Belt become the the the, the home of, of, of a significant resurgence of manufacturing. Putin may circle Kiev with tanks, but he'll never gain the hearts and souls of the Iranian people. He'll never he'll never extinguish preventing Russia's central bank from defending the Russian ruble. Pound of Ukrainian people, the proud, proud people, pound for pound. There's simply nothing beyond our, camas- our capacity, increasing the productive capacity of our, economy, of our economy. I call it building a better America. <laughs> we won't stop. <clears throat> because you can't build a wall high enough to keep out a, 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 a vaccine. The vaccine can stop the spread of these diseases as one people, one America, the United States of America. God bless you all and may God protect our troops. Thank you. Go get him. (laughs) Thank you. Go get him. What? (laughs) You can't keep out a wall. That'll keep the Iranian vaccine out. There's no wall high enough that will keep out Putin's Iranian vaccine. (sighs) Go get him. Oh, man, we're going to have a blast tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Buckle up. We're going to be there for you, and we're going to give you the confidence to keep going. We're going to laugh at these people. It is the thing that they fear at the very, very most, along with actual truth, which comes to us from the good word, ladies and gentlemen. We have a Bible verse of the day every single show. Rejoice not over me, O my enemy. When I fall, I shall rise. When I sit in darkness, the Lord will be a light to me. So even in the darkest of times, according to Micah, the book of Micah, even in the darkest of times, ladies and gentlemen, we rise, we know who is in control, our enemies shall not triumph over us, and the Lord will be a light unto us. Let us be a, uh, let us be shine a little bit uh, of, of joy into your life tonight. Please join us for our live mockery and laughing at Brandon's State of the Union. Uh, that was the real State of the Union that we just went through. Uh, but we'll, we'll see what he has for us tonight. And remember the wise, wise words that were once said, that you can never build a wall tall enough to keep out a vaccine. Okay? Uh, ladies and gentlemen, go get them. <laughs> My name is Benny Johnson, and this has been The Benny Show. We'll see you tonight.